Hello, welcome to the Sound Up Seattle podcast. I am your host, Tyler Cartwright, giving a new intro today because John didn't want to talk first. Well, I'm feeling kind of lazy. Figured I'd let <laughs> the first officer step into the captain's chair for a day. Um, if you haven't noticed, I, Tyler, made the logo over the weekend. Ooh, um, and boy, is it a great logo at that. <laughs> so, spent a nice chunk of time on that, and I feel pretty good about it. John and I are pretty happy with it. Um, so gaze at it with your eyes. Yes, this enjoy podcast it. isn't just auditory; it's also very visual. I hope by the time this comes out, I'll have changed like the Twitter user profile, so it's not just like a, ra- a blank person. I'm just gonna tell you: if you're listening to this right now and you're not just actively staring at the logo while listening to it, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, what are you doing? You're missing out on the experience. <laughs> um, today we are going to talk about uh, the Seahawks and their kind of recent. Signings and losses and discuss that. Little free agency action. Free agency tracker for sure. Um, We'll touch a little bit about the Kraken and maybe some Mariners later. Um, But But mainly, what are we doing mainly, Tyler? What's what's special? We're done with February. What's going on right now? We're not quite to April. What what is there that's going on? We've got a lovely tournament in uh, college basketball. The college basketball scene. The NIT is going on. We're not talking about (laughs) blood sport. We're talking about college basketball. Are you shocked? No, that's kind of our thing. (laughs) (laughs) My blood sport. So, yeah, what we're going to do is we're going to go. This might feel like it's going to last a long time, but trust us. We're going to get you there in two to six hours. (laughs) We'll see. We're going to go matchup by matchup and and talk about who we like, who we don't like. Obviously, listen to us because, you know, somebody has to get the perfect bracket eventually. And I've got a good feeling that it's going to be us here tonight. There we go. Um, you might hear some clicking. I'm going to actually pull up the bracket so that it's not just in the middle of nowhere on my computer and we can look at it. So if you're wondering what that clicking is, it's not the bugs that live inside your head. <laughs> uh, but first, let's talk a little bit about... That <laughs> threw you off, didn't it? It's not prepared to talk about <laughs> bugs and heads. <laughs> just going to move right past that one. Um, let's talk about the Seahawks and their, their recent addition. Yeah, so obviously NFL free agency is underway. And the first and most important thing they'll probably do this whole offseason is re-sign Gino. We talked about that on a previous pod. Since then, Hawks made some moves. Tyler, want to give us the skinny? Um, yeah. So they signed, I believe it was Tremont Jones. No. Yeah, yeah Tremont, Tremont Jones. Jones. Um, to, uh, to a three-year... Draymond Jones. Draymond oh, Jones. So embarrassed. I was so close. Um, but That's it was... a tough name, Draymond. Yeah, it just reminds me so much of Draymond Green. Yeah, I guess that's the um, way to remember it. But yeah, they signed him to a three-year deal. I believe it was $51 million. Am I wrong with that one? Uh, no, $51 million is what I'm seeing. He's a defensive end or a defensive lineman from uh, Denver. He Which was is a, perfect. He was a stud there. He was one of the big splash free agents coming into this offseason and obviously addressing a big need. What's interesting about that is... What does it mean for their draft? I was just going to bring that up. Because is this a situation where they're like, oh, we patched up the line, move on to other needs? Or is this them saying, let's go draft a stud, put next to Draymond Jones, and have a potentially dominant defensive line? Because that would be kind of neat. Yeah, the the news is, so we've obviously talked about Jalen Carter a lot. I heard he had a bad combine. Yeah, heard he had a really bad combine. Is up like nine pounds and just like not taking... So supposedly like not taking care of himself. Day. Maybe... <laughs> Maybe he's putting on muscle or something. Yeah, I'm sure that's what it was. I'm um, sure he put on nine pounds. That's of you on your wedding day, right there. <laughs> that's right. I like this analogy better. Um, 
but no, so yeah, it sounds like maybe they won't be going for Jalen Carter. Maybe do we see any other? I haven't really seen any other big defensive line prospects in the, coming out of the college football scene. So Jalen Carter's out of Georgia. There's a young kid coming out of LSU that's a monster on the defensive line. I can't remember his name, but he'd be somebody to target. I mean, the fact of the matter is, the Hawks can have whoever they want other than a quarterback because the top four picks will likely all be quarterbacks. If Indy doesn't move up higher to get one of the top three guys, they'll draft a quarterback at four, which means potentially the Seahawks will get their first pick of the draft that does not play the quarterback position. Which is crazy. I, it's, I can't believe everybody's trading up to get these quarterbacks. Like, It's a good class. It's you think a good so? class. It was, I, it was a bad class earlier this free agency season. I don't really understand what happened. I don't I know I don't know why anybody thought it was a bad class. Bryce Young is small, but he's really good. It's just a matter of maybe his size cost it to him. Okay, that's fine. CJ Stroud is like a done deal. He may never be, you know, Patrick Mahomes, but he's got like a real I feel like he's got like a Justin Fields vibe, and I don't think that that's like worthy of a top two pick at this what? point. That is ludicrous. Anybody would draft Justin Fields with a top two pick. Justin Fields is amazing. I don't know. I kind of he, at the like, very least, he's a good NFL quarterback. I feel like you it's one of those cases where you like want to take the best talent. You don't just want to like the Hawks like, do because they have a quarterback. Well, yeah, but I'm saying like if if there was just like two good quarterbacks, would the top two teams like would the Lions trade up to try and get one if they didn't have Jared? Go- like, imagine a team doesn't have a quarterback. Are they going to trade up to the two spot even if it's like not a great quarterback class because they think somebody's going to take him? at like 14 like but, what so i think it's why a, are they trading up to top four i think the very top of the quarterback draft is really good because stroud i think is a no-brainer he'll at least be good bryce young could be a stud richardson they get kid out of florida who had a good combine he might he i get he's got kind of like a cam newton style floor and that's that's big talk cam newton was a stud. you're saying but, a lot of big names dude he is he's breaking like all the just like measurements quarterback stuff he's got the fastest 40 he had like the biggest long jump He's done some crazy stuff. He is an you know athlete. Who, you know who the best quarterback of all time is and what his 40-yard dash was? Okay, if you say Tom Brady, <laughs> you're going to be wrong. <laughs> the luckiest quarterback of all time has nothing no. to do with his measurements. This is the Jordan versus LeBron debate. Yeah. But Tom Brady is the GOAT. Regardless. And he's, his 40-yard dash time was not very good. I don't think it takes being an athlete to be a good quarterback. <laughs> Michael Vick couldn't really throw football, <laughs> but he had quite an NFL career, so it does help. Um... I, we're arguing about something that doesn't even matter for the Hawks. Yeah. The point is, I do think they'll have their pick of the litter with skill position players. It'll be interesting to see where they go. Yeah. I just hope they don't take a wide receiver. I think that I think. Well, you were saying they don't go line. Yeah, I think. I hopefully they don't take a receiver. But maybe, yeah, maybe they trade down if I they think don't like. like a, maybe a linebacker, like another linebacker. I, if they don't love a guy like a Jalen Carter, I would encourage them. I'll get in Schneider's ear, and encourage them to trade down to like eleven. And get an extra second round pick, and then get just like three offensive linemen. Yeah. Um. Anyways, we're gonna move quickly because we're not actually supposed to be talking about this. For I that know. Long. We, <laughs> yeah, we, we're rambling already. Moving um, on to the Kraken, who we jinxed. Oh, yes. I'm, I'm sorry. Did you want to keep talking about I w- free agents? I was just gonna say we lost Rashad Penny and uh, Travis Homer. So I know you were big on Penny. Ah, Penny. Um, Penny. To free agency. <laughs> Well, it makes Kenneth Walker the the no-brainer guy. He yeah. will be our number one running back. And, you know, we're probably going to sign a free agent running back. I wouldn't expect us to take one in the draft that we think is going to be immediately no. able to not start. Maybe like a, a fifth-round pick to but put yeah. behind Walker. Yeah. I think that's not a bad move there. And good for Kenneth Walker fantasy owners. Yeah. Because it's nice to not split the backfield. 
Anyway. Anyway, Kraken. We jinxed him. You're right. Ah, damn it. How do we keep doing this? <laughs> we want to apologize to our listeners. We've noticed that every time we come on and say the Kraken are good, they do bad. And every time we say they're bad, they do good. So from now on, we're just going to be Kraken pessimists. We're just going to say they suck every single time we talk about them. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, they've had a rough couple days. Yeah, they've lost their last three games since we since we saw them last. Um, or you last saw us, I guess I should say. Um, they've lost two to the Stars, one in overtime, which was like a 5-4 loss. And uh. they lost one, I think it was yesterday, 5-2. Um, and then I think it was to the Senators as well. It was like 5-3 right. to three or something like that. But and we were talking about how big yeah. that Star series was. They have to win the last one. Yeah. They can't get swept by the Stars. It, yeah, it would just be a bad sign. Um, Which already, they, they did, they did play them hard in that before. first game. It was, it was a nice overtime game. Yeah. But uh, you got to win those. And also, it sounds like giving up 10 goals in two games against the Stars, which is discouraging. Yes. Um, anyways, we're going to not we're gonna not try and jinx anything. We're yes. just going to end it there. The, we're moving on. The Kraken suck. Bet on the other team. <laughs> You'll thank us later. <laughs> um, moving on to the main story of the day. Yes. Let's do... Where do you want to start with okay. the... Uh, the March Madness bracket prediction. I say... I, let's, let's explain what we're doing really quick one more time. Sure, sure. So, John and I are going to go through the four regions and pick out the winner of each region, and then we'll go through the final four. Um, and we're trying to figure out which uh, which region we're going to start with. John, are you thinking the south, midwest, east, or west? Why don't we start with the midwest and work counterclockwise so we can talk about the Zags last? Deal. I like that. Um, and oh, yeah, so we're just, just follow gonna be, along. We're going to yeah. just rattle them off. We're going to be working, yeah, top to bottom... Midwest, then South, then ca- ca- uh, East, not Kansas, and then West. <laughs> um, Midwest, number one overall seed versus 16 seed. We've got Houston versus Northern Kentucky. I think this is a lock for Houston. Why don't Why don't you give me your thoughts on Northern Kentucky and, and their style of play and f- their three best players? You know, it could, could really be a nice defensive game where Houston scores 45 points and Northern Kentucky scores 47. Yeah. Um, Th- this... <laughs> This is one of those games where I'm just trying to take in, like, random factors that I don't even know about. It's like, okay, Northern Kentucky, a lot of horses up there. <laughs> <laughs> what does that have to do with basketball? I, I know nothing about Northern Kentucky. One 16 seed in the history of college basketball has won a game against a one seed. It's not going to be this one. It's not going to be. <laughs> if Northern Kentucky wins this game, I will get a Twitter. Yeah. Um, you should bet against us every single time we make any sort of claim. So we have... Houston advancing. Oh, oh, this is not one of the buildings. This is to watch. <laughs> I'm out. Okay. So yeah, we'll have Houston. Deal. We're gonna have to keep track of what we're doing. Yes. Um. Hey, we don't. Are we doing the whole way through, or are we just doing the first weekend? Let's do the whole way through, buddy. Well, let's let's start with it and then see how far we get. All right. All right. I think I think it might take longer than we think. <laughs> okay. Um, second game, we've got Iowa at the 8 seed versus Auburn as the 9 seed. I love 8-9 games. They're so random. They can, literally anything can happen. You know what's great? UW played in an 8-9 game, and they were, I believe, a 9 against Nevada a few years back when, uh... I remember that. Hopkins, like, second or third year. And, uh, oh, that reminds me, full side note, Hopkins got, uh, confirmation that he's coming back for next year. So we, uh, we tried to, we tried to bust uh, out the hate on him, and it backfired. Well, well, we'll just have to kill him. Um... <laughs> Not what I wanted to happen, but we're getting him now out of the Now if he seat. dies inconspicuously, it might yeah. be, there might be some blame put on you, John. Um, <laughs> Wouldn't that be a shame? Anyways, moving to the Iowa-Auburn game. 
Um, listen, I'm going to give you my opinion. Auburn's not very good. I don't know why people are so high on them. I think yeah, it's... the SEC had a good year, and I think people are just kind of giving them a little, little you played in that conference uh, benefit. Iowa, it'll be an interesting mash of styles. I always love Iowa college basketball because it's always the same thing. It's like a pseudo-athletic point guard and then just like a lot of 6'6 white guys. I was just going to say that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're not athletic, but they can shoot the hell out of the basketball. They're either going to beat beat Auburn by thirty or lose, like, just because they're getting deed up, you yeah. know. So, um, I think I have Iowa in mind because in my bracket, just because I think Auburn. They, they were like nineteen and thirteen over the course of the season. I think they just like finished well in the SEC tournament, and because of their strength of schedule, made it to the made it to the sixty four. Well, look at this. I actually disagree with you because I do think that Auburn is a much more physical, more athletic defensive team that plays in the SEC, a tough conference, and they let him play in the tournament. And what have we seen from Iowa the last couple of years? Iowa hasn't gotten past the round of 32, maybe the Sweet 16. I don't think they're going to get past Houston by any means. I think both of these teams have an easy loss to Houston. Yes, but I just mean historically. Iowa yeah. seems to falter in the tournament, and I think a big part of that is they're a finesse team, and if the shots aren't falling, they're totally screwed, and if the shots are falling, there's still a chance it won't work, so... I actually think I'm going to take Auburn. I like I I hey, for for our combined bracket for this podcast, I'll take I'll allow Auburn. Heck I've heard yeah. I've heard some good things like uh, the, that game's in Alabama, um, I believe, which is you know basically a home game for Auburn. Absolutely. Um, so there could Quite be that. literally a home game. Yeah, could be uh could be a little uh home court advantage in that one. Yeah. That's um, a good point. so I'm I'm okay with going Auburn, but just know if, if Iowa wins, that that's what you really wanted. Tyler was smarter. <laughs> Uh, um, Miami Drake. That's a good game. I, people are in on Drake. People are really excited I about am, Drake. I'm very in on Drake. I don't know anything about you Drake. You heard his music? <laughs> God's plan, baby. <laughs> Drake's bound to win. Nice for what? <laughs> I I remember a lot of Drake puns last year for that exact same reason. <laughs> and it just came back to me. It's like, oh yeah, people are making a lot of Drake jokes. Uh I, I have no thoughts on Miami or Drake. I I think Miami is a is a benefactor of just a good conference, but I think oh, Drake is the, like the ACC is garbage. The ACC is bad this year. Yeah. Well, and everybody says the ACC is good, which is why it's like, oh, yeah, it's they give them people props. are stupid, and they're like, oh yeah, UNC was supposed to be number one, and they didn't make the tournament. UNC lost one player and went from the preseason number one and not making the tournament. That is ugly yeah the acc is not very good uh, i also think drake is is doing very well and coming in pretty hot uh, i like drake in this game i like the upset let's let's pick the upset all right we don't always have to have a thought of fleshed out reason <laughs> we also say just so you guys all know we love college basketball we aren't up very often to watch drake play <laughs> you know sister Jean in the mountain central <laughs> wherever these guys are coming from L- luckily for my boss i don't you know not pay attention to work to watch the drake Loyal Marymount games or whatever it is. <laughs> Heck yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So, moving on, yeah. we have Indiana and Kent State. I know you're not hot on Indiana. No, no, they I have a I lot like of it. big wins. I like Indiana in this one. I think um, they have two wins against Purdue. I think so, but I also think they've been losing to like Missouri and like and some just not very great teams. But I do think they have the capability of beating Kent State. But don't be shocked if Kent State comes from behind and or not comes from behind, but comes out of nowhere and uh, sure. scores I don't 85. even know where Kent State was. I didn't know Kent was a state. I, I thought Kent was a state. <laughs> I thought it was a small area inside Washington, but it must not be. Um, but Indiana, let's do that. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting. At some point, you and I are going to have an argument about Indiana advancing or not, but not in this round. Um, 
Iowa State versus Pitt. I actually, so in the, the first four games, I had definitely considered, I, I had picked in my head that Pitt was going to win. So I'm one for one. That was the one game that I focused. Actually, I did also think ASU was going to beat uh, Nevada. So let me check that really quick. Oh, they did win. Look at that. I'm two for two. Didn't well, think about the 16 Well, okay. Seeds. In that case, I do have an opinion, but I'll just let you pick this one. No, Since you listen. were already one for one in a pit. Pitt's going to go for two. They're winning again. They're winning again. Yeah. Okay, I'll give it to you. I was going to say Iowa State, Big 12, Monster Conference. Give it to the Big 12 guys. But I like your touch of destiny better. So we're going with Pitt. Xavier, Kennesaw State. I'm sorry, Kennesaw State. It's I'm a tough matchup. It <laughs> the Big East is good this year, and Xavier is good. So I don't. I have nothing to say on Kennesaw State. No. Um, Texas A&M versus Penn State. Love Penn State. I do too. They've been oh, kind of hot recently. And A&M, ugh, they got smacked around by Alabama. I saw a video that they were like, oh, Texas A&M has a, has a chance to win. Like, they're that good. And I'm just like, no. Pass. At no point. I think Penn State's going to beat them. Yeah. Texas Colgate. Listen, Colgate, you're a great toothpaste brand. Real quick, backing up. Penn State. Nittany Lions. Do you know why they're called the Nittany Lions? I don't even know what Nittany means. Neither did I. I looked it up. <laughs> Mount Nittany is a mountain right next to the campus. So the Nittany Lions are literally just like lions like of the mountains. A, a wild, yeah. Well, I don't think there are any lions that live up there. It's in Pennsylvania. We, we don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless. That's why they're called the Nittany Lions for all our viewers. <laughs> now back to your regularly scheduled broadcast. Colgate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a great tooth, toothpaste brand. That was funny. I didn't laugh at that at the moment. It's okay. We'll talk about it in the, in the ad. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. Um, but Longhorns. yeah, Longhorns are gonna gonna run away with this one. I think Colgate could shoot themselves into into a tight game, but I think the Longhorns are gonna. I it. I think the Longhorns are gonna smack them. Gonzaga played a lot of great teams this year, beat a lot of great teams, lost some close games, and got smacked by Texas. We got smacked across the face. Yep. I do not think Colgate is gonna win this game. And that I guess uh, why don't we just finish each section through to the final four. Yeah, that was my thought. Okay, so moving on, back to the top. So, We've got Midwest, Houston, Iowa. Round of 32. No, Houston. no, no, I talked to you and Auburn. Yeah, yeah, Houston versus Auburn. And I think we were both in agreement when we talked about it that I don't think either of Iowa or Auburn had a chance to beat Houston. Agreed. We argued about them, so that we'll, we'll put it to bed now and just give it to the give it to the better team. I am not a big believer in Houston. I'm going to say it. I agree with that. I have them winning this round. We may have more argument. I guess it'll depend on whether or not we have Drake or Indiana. I'm going to be honest. Don't say Drake. I Don't think I have Drake. In my bracket, I think I have Drake beating Indiana. God's plan. <laughs> I, I'm i okay with taking Indiana for our bracket because it's, you know. We should take Indiana for our bracket because we need somebody to upset Houston. Basketball was born in Indiana. I have Texas upsetting Houston in, in the Sweet 16. In Not the, far the enough. They, they have to lose sooner. They can't make it to the Elite Eight. <laughs> Okay, I'm fine with Indiana. Okay, we're going. But with... the problem is Indiana is going to be gone when they face Texas too. Texas is coming out of this bracket. I think I'm comfortable with that. Not to, not to, not to come spoil. The... Yeah, <laughs> please keep listening to us. <laughs> okay, we're taking Indiana. Moving on, we have Pitt, so Xavier. Houston versus Indiana in the Sweet 16. Yes. Um. Yeah. Pitt versus Xavier. I think this is where Pitt's magical journey comes to an oh, end. Don't say. I was hoping I was going to get back on the Pitt <laughs> wagon with you. You're probably right. I just think Xavier's too good. Yeah. Sorry, Pitt. I want. I was so excited for you to say one more for Pitt. I was going to get on board. I, I look, you could have given Pitt one more magical run, but they. I think they've been what? very lucky with their defense. Well, we're going to have them lose to Texas in the next round anyway. Why don't we give it to Pitt? 
Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. That's this when Pitt makes the uh, Sweet, Sweet 16. 16. Be sure you to heard come it here to first. Us. You heard it here first. We're the day one Pitt guys. Okay, Texas. Texas versus Penn State. Beaten up on the Nittany Lions. Yeah, I don't really see the Nittany Lions I like going Penn anywhere. State, but I, I really think Texas. I don't think, yeah. I think thinking about it like a Super Bowl, like you have to win four straight games, and yes. I don't see Penn State doing that against quali- the quality opponents that they're going to have I also face. think Texas is a real chance to win the national title. We'll have a conversation about it. Yeah. Um, okay, back to the top. We have Houston against Indiana. Yes, sadly, not against Drake. Um, I, it sounds like you think Indiana's got this in the bag. Well, I can. Uh, I don't think they necessarily have it in the bag, but I'm open to the conversation. Are you? Are you hot for Houston? No, I'm not. Like, like I don't think it's going to be. They don't play anyone. They don't play anyone. I know, but they made it to. They they beat Oregon State three years ago. That was that's just the solid memory they in my head. Barely beat us. That was a tight game. I feel like I guess they pulled away at the end, probably. Yeah, yeah that was a close game. Remember we watched it at Danica's and Brett's? Yeah. Dropping shout out, more shout people. out to Danica. <laughs> oh yeah, nobody's named Danica and Brett in the entire world. I think we're safe. Um. No, I, I, I just I think Indiana's way worse than the four seed that they that they got, and it sounds like you think they're better than as a four seed than they are, which is our big contention in this in this. You let region. me get Indiana this far. If you want Houston, I'll give it to you. I think it's going to be Houston. Okay. I like the Houston-Texas matchup at the end, and then Texas coming away with it. All right. Well, I, that makes our other side easier. We yeah, got Texas-Pitt. <laughs> that's right. We gave Pitt one more. Sorry, Pitt. This is what we're calling This it. is where your Cinderella story comes Though, to an end. If you make it farther, I, we will still be in your corner. Yeah. We're just not We're rooting for you, Pitt. Um, and with that, yeah, like I said, I think Texas has the win against Houston. Okay, we have to be more creative in at least one more of these brackets. We can't go one, two in all of these. We also went one, two, three, four. Shit. No, no, never mind. Pitt was in there. Yeah, that's right. No, no, no. Yeah, we did great. Thank God we had Pitt in there. Um, um. <laughs> yeah, one, two, three, eleven. Okay, Texas over Houston. That's an upset. Texas in the final four. Texas Wep Rep Wep was ending <laughs> the Midwest. Wep was ending the Midwest. Um, moving on to the South. To the South. That was good. We finished that in fifteen minutes. We're gonna we're we're gonna fly through this. We're gonna fly. We're moving at a good pace. Um, and I, hopefully it's not too fast for you guys. We're I was gonna, gonna say our viewers going. are not listening to this on one and a half speed. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, they're they're slowing it down. Um, Alabama versus Texas A and M Corpus Christi. I believe is the CC. Corpus Christi, baby. They have uh, looked really good in the <laughs> Mary Magdalene tournament. <laughs> no clue. Alabama's going to win this game. Alabama's probably the best team in the country. Yeah. They finished off at number one, right? Or no, it was Kansas. No, no, no they were the number one overall. They were the number one overall? Uh, yeah. Yeah, and they should be. Alabama's a good team. Alabama's a damn good team. Uh, Maryland, West Virginia. That's a tough one. I th- I have West Virginia winning this game. I also have West Virginia winning. Huggy Bear can't go against... I love West Virginia basketball. I do too. The Zags played them in 2015, 2016. Some, yeah, early. Um, in the tournament. Yeah. That was a Jordan Matthews iteration of Gonzaga basketball. That was a great game. And yeah, if I'm remembering right, Jordan Matthews hit a massive shot at the end of that West Virginia game. Um, but ever since then, I've had great respect for their program. They just produce hardworking 3 and D players. I really like West Virginia. Yeah. And I have nothing to say on the Terps. Yeah, I don't know anything about them. I haven't really heard anything good or anything bad. Get out of Maryland if you want to be better at basketball would be my advice. Yeah, Alabama versus Virginia versus West Virginia in the round of 32. Yeah. Um, this is an interesting one that I I have 
not strong thoughts on, but I'm pretty pretty happy to have this take. Uh, San Diego State versus College of Charleston. Listen, that's two 12 seeds that I have beating the fives, and I think it's just gonna like it's kind of hot right now. Yeah, it's it's been hot for the last couple of years, but I think College of Charleston could beat San Diego State. I don't think San Diego State that state is that good, and I like upsets. Let's do it. Deal. College of Charleston. They beat UNC. They ended a ranked team's season at the beginning of the year. <laughs> Now's their chance to end another ranked team's season. I love it. Virginia uh-huh. Furman. Uh, Virginia's better, but they did just lose one of their best players for the rest of the year. I don't think, like, I don't know how Virginia is that good. I feel like their team Every doesn't year. have any star. It's just, like, a good defensive team that. Tony Bennett's where, a good coach. It's, yeah, it's just the coaching. Um, but I do think their coaching will get them through Furman, unless you have any other thoughts. Yeah, yeah, you're right. They'll get through Furman. I don't know where Furman is. Probably in Furman. Is that a country? Is that near Afghanistan? It's, no, it's in Belgium. Ah, <laughs> Belgium. The Belgians. <laughs> Dutch? No, um, they're from the Netherlands. Yeah, Virginia versus College of Charleston in the round of 32. Just, just marking that down for us to come back to. Thank you. <laughs> you looked, I just you looked the, confused. I just realized I said the Dutch live in Belgium. I know that's not right. <laughs> She's going to move on. People, I'm not this dumb. Creighton, NC State. I, this is a good game. I don't really have super strong thoughts. Do you have any? Yes, I love Creighton. I also just fully backed away from the microphone. I'm sorry. Yeah, Creighton is uh, kind of like Gonzaga East, even though they're in Omaha, but somehow in the Big East. Um, just a lot of really good shooters questionable defense good ball movement i think that it the creighton is the kind of team that never makes a final four but always seems to make the round of 32 they don't lose in the first round of the tournament and nc state is a team in north carolina i hate them (laughs) screw them we're getting rid of them screw them great baylor ucsb this could be the 14 that beats the three, if I'm being honest. I think Baylor just has so many young guys that could get hot or could get cold so easily. Um, and I think UCSB is better than a 14 seed. Maybe it could be like a 12 or 13. Um, you think? I don't think they're going to win, but it, I wouldn't be surprised if UCSB won. I would still pick Baylor for a bracket. Well, I think we should pick them in this round. I agree with you. If, if you guys are expecting us to put Baylor in the final four, we have bad news for you. But... I am not a fan of UC Santa Barbara. They're in Santa Barbara. They're having too good of a time. We need people that have been suffering in the cold winters of Omaha. (laughs) Creighton-Baylor is our round of 32 matchup. Last two games here, Missouri and Utah State. You're the the Pac-12 guy. Oh, no, no. Utah Utah State's State's not in the Pac-12. Yeah. Um, Listen, when when you and I were... uh, Um, between each other, obviously. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. Between each other, yes. Uh, I, I, I hit a lot of for whatever reason. I liked the Mountain West games. Yeah, Mountain and West. Always went for the over on Utah State games because they were always at like 120 points, mm-hmm. and I always lost because they never scored more than 60 points a game. Um, um, that is all the explanation I needed. I love the Mountain West. Huge Mountain West guy. My dad is an Air Force grad. Love Boise State. All in on the Mountain West. Fuck Missouri. That was the exact opposite of what I just said, but that's okay. No, I'm, no. I'm, you said you like to hit the over on Utah State games. And they never hit it. Because they're so good defensively? 
Oh, you're saying you want to go for Missouri. <laughs> yeah, I think Missouri's going to score 75 points, and Utah State has <laughs> yet to score fucking more than 72. Damn, it's like Pitt all over again, man. I was getting so excited. No, we okay. can go Utah State, though, if you if you have feelings about Utah State. I have never watched a Utah State game in my life. Let's go Missouri. Okay. You, you, had, a, you had actual reason. <laughs> I was just excited to jump on a bandwagon. Arizona-Princeton. Man, you know, Arizona's looking really, really weak, man. And I'll tell you what, Princeton, they've got... <laughs> math on their sh- no no i'm kidding arizona's monstrous you almost had me going there for a second no. i love it's interesting arizona famously coached by longtime mark few assistant tommy lloyd um there are people out there that might think zag fans would be bitter about this quite the opposite we love tommy lloyd like a brother and like the prodigal son he will go out and have his dalliances and then he will return home when mark few retires and he'll take over our program but he he waited so long, and he was such a good assistant coach, and Mark Few still wants to coach, so totally reasonable for him to want a head coaching job, and he's doing awesome at Arizona. Yeah. Really, really good. He's taking ex-Zags, like Omar Ballo, who was trash wearing the blue, white, and red, and now that he's playing for Arizona, he's a monster. He's a double-double machine. Yeah. Um, big credit to Tommy Lloyd. Talented team, athletic team, young, defensive team, really good to- coach really well coached whatever yeah no i I don't think this arizona versus princeton game is where i need to get into these details (laughs) i was gonna say was that much information needed for the princeton game uh yeah arizona moves on they'll play missouri in the in the round of 32 back Um, to the top back to the top we've got alabama versus west virginia and alabama should win this game yeah sorry huggy we don't get a lot of we don't need a lot of explanation for that one keep the blood pressure down for this one it's it's not gonna look good yeah this one I've got another hot take for you. College of Charleston's going to beat Virginia. They're a high-scoring team. Virginia is a low, like tries to hold people down, and the College of Charleston does not care. You and I do not think very highly of Virginia, and I love upsets. <laughs> Let's do it. College of Charleston. That's two number twelve seeds beating. Or no, you had Indiana. Never but mind. you know what? We keep doing these upsets in our like middle seeds. And all it does is set up the one seed against like a 13 seed, which is why we keep having one seed's advance. But I still like it. Yeah. We'll have College of Charleston beating Virginia to reach the Sweet 16. I would rather watch College of Charleston versus Alabama than Virginia versus Alabama, if I'm being yeah, honest. Honestly, it would be it would be sad to watch. Because at least then if College of Charleston is like close at half, College of Charleston is say that, close. Say that one five times fast. <laughs> then uh, it'll put a lot of pressure on Alabama and people will really focus on it, you know. Either way, I think Alabama's going to win, but it could make it a little more interesting. Yeah, more enjoyable. Okay, Charleston beats Virginia. Tony Bennett, go buy some more suits, bro. <laughs> um, We've got a Creighton versus Baylor game, and I know this is where you want to go with it. Please, please <laughs> let me pick Creighton over Baylor. I know you just don't like them since, from, from was it two years ago? Um, I, the I, moment. Have, I have great respect for that Baylor team that beat the Zags. They were, they were really good. Dicks about it, but they were a really talented team. <laughs> Um, no, I, we discussed it. This yeah. Baylor team is young. They're very talented offensively, but they can't play a lick of defense. This strikes me as one of those games that it's going to be, oh, it's going to be a, a, a score fest, you know, it's going to be first to a hundred and Creighton's going to come out and actually play some stout Midwest defense. They're not a super athletic team. They don't have a, like a giant center or anything, but they know their rotations. They play solid defense. And I think we will see early in the first half that, oh, these are two equally talented offensive teams and one team knows how to play college-level defense. 
I, I wouldn't be surprised if Creighton won by 10. Deal. I love it. Um, Arizona versus Missouri. Uh, for all the reasons you said before, and I have a lot of lot of faith in Arizona at the mm. moment, um, I think Arizona kind of kind of sweeps aside Missouri without a problem, if I'm being honest. You know it's kind of freaky to think about? I hope I don't sound like an idiot. Ben Matherin was on Arizona last year, yeah. right? Okay. He left as a freshman. And obviously, he was good enough to leave, and he's playing well in the leagues. But, but imagine. Can you imagine Ben, ben Matherin on this team? Oh, so ferocious in transition. Yeah. Um, no, this Arizona team is really, really good. Honestly, they kind of slipped up to lose a one seed. They should have been a one seed. Yeah. Um, they'd lost some ground to UCLA there in the Pac-12. Pac-12 ate itself a little bit at the top. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, a couple tough losses for Arizona, but that team is young, really talented, hungry, hungry. And a, a zag is coaching them. Like, and you have a former zag on the team. Yeah. He may, he may seem like a wildcat Tommy Lloyd, but it's kind of one of those things where it's like, it's like a mission impossible mask. <laughs> like, oh yeah, head coach of the wildcats. But it's like, no zag coach in training, <laughs> you know? <laughs> All right, guys, settle down. <laughs> uh, moving on, we have the College of Charleston against the number one ranked Alabama team. One more time for Charleston. <laughs> one more time for the boys back home. No, I think this no, is where their magical where journey the, comes to an end. The the March March ends for them. April starts early. <laughs> uh, yeah, and that's okay. Not a lot to say. We'll we'll have a, a better conversation here in a minute. But Alabama yeah. is too talented. Um. Creighton versus Arizona could be a good game, but I see Arizona. So you didn't even talk about uh, Tubulus, Tubulus, Tubulus. I think um, it is on Arizona. He's a double double machine as well. They've got their front court is stout. They've got a great front court, yes. which is a great foundation for any team in the Pac or not Pac twelve, the NCAA tournament. Yes, and t- they're both athletic. Tubulus is very skilled, and Omar Balo is very big. He's a big dude. <laughs> No, Tabulus reminds me a lot of Sabonis, actually, is how I would kind of think about it. That is high praise for Tabulus. I don't think he's quite there. He, he's a really good rebounder. He doesn't necessarily have the post game that Sabonis no. had. But, but a skilled passer as well, just like Sabonis was. Um, and they've got good enough shooters to, to yeah. get and, them through. And great In that defenders. scenario, Balo is a, is a fairly solid Karnowski stand-in, if we're talking about those Zag teams. Yeah. Um, yeah, Arizona's really good. We like Creighton. I, honestly, I think that could be a good game. Yeah. I think Arizona's talent carries him through. I think, yeah, they're just offensive capabilities carry them past. Like, Creighton's going to score 72, 75 a game. Yes. Um, but Arizona's been scoring 84. Mm-hmm. So I think their offense is just that much better. So we are left with the Elite Eight game, Alabama versus Arizona. The one-two seeds again. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, guys. I you don't really think, you never think this is going to happen, and then and we've been picking a lot of upsets. Yeah, but uh, well, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> these are two really good teams, and I don't know if you have strong opinions about this, but I have strong opinions about this. I think Arizona is going to win. Oh, thank God! I was afraid you were going to say Alabama. I also think Arizona is absolutely there. Alabama is so methodical. Um, they're going to play a good game like no matter what there is potential for a great game but i think this is going to be crazy to say considering all of alabama's talent brandon miller is going to be a top three pick in the nba draft i think arizona is a higher ceiling than alabama does in college basketball yeah yes certainly certainly not in terms of pro prospects but 
and keeps a, a one seed out of our to, you know to be fair we've had ones and twos but we have two twos advancing so far yeah so that's, that's about right okay <laughs> we'll do better we swear okay arizona advances deal i like that we have arizona representing the south <laughs> gotta find the mouse there we go scrolling down east well good news here i hate purdue and i hate marquette so we don't have to worry about the one and two yeah, meeting they're they're not meeting in the finals time to get freaky <laughs> Um, I will say, what is FDU? Is that Florida Dominion? I don't know. That is Fast Dang Unicorn. <laughs> FDU? What is FDU? We're so sorry, people. We're going to do some live research on the air. The FDU Knights. Oh, that's nice. They're the Knights. <laughs> what, what is their university? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they FDU is where they attend. This is useless. <laughs> this is unbelievable even even this screen doesn't know where they are um well i give up <laughs> so, sorry fdu you don't even get a university call out in our podcast <laughs> yeah we would love to i was so excited to potentially make an argument for the 16 seed taking down the one seed but we don't even know who they are so yeah purdue can move on we'll take that one out of the acronym <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk more about purdue later i suppose Oh boy. Okay, <laughs> moving on to Memphis versus and Florida Atlantic. Thank you, thank you. IFAU. I did know that one. Um, FAU's good. I they, like. They're like thirty and three. They they were good. This they've year. had a really good year. Memphis people are very hot on Memphis. Um, Fair Dickinson. It was not Florida at all. You're kidding me. <laughs> Fair Dickinson University? You were probably closer than I was. Is that like a favorite of the queen? <laughs> Goodness gracious. Sorry, FDU. <laughs> Fair Dickinson Academy. On God. Oh, um, boy. Anyways. I, I actually like FAU in this game versus Memphis. I know Memphis played Houston really hard in their conference tournament. Yes. But I think that's kind of the selling point. It's like, Memphis oh, Memphis has beat been... Houston. Did they beat them? Yes. Either way, I think that's the selling point. It's like, oh my God, Memphis won their conference tournament and they're kind of hot right now. And yes. for some reason, I just don't... I don't see them as very good. And my, so I'm kind of all in on FAU. Understood. My friend, I'm not trying to call you out here. You're a dear friend with great op opinions on college basketball. Talk to me. Can you name a player on FAU? No. Neither can I. Um, Memphis has high-end talent. Let me... Okay. Memphis has the top two players in the game. Yes. I think we talked about that earlier. Uh-huh. Um, but, and let me pull up the uh, the stats for this as well. Um, oh, shit. We've got... Oh, Jesus. Come on, CBS Sports app. <laughs> trying to so uh fau is 31 and 3 they've won their last seven of yeah nine of their last 10 their last seven games and they average 78.8 points a game and their opponents average 65 memphis averages 79.8 points per game and their opponents average 72 so just statistically their defense is better granted they're not playing as good of opponent correct but in my mind, I feel like FAU just is better and can get hot. Um, so the thing about that, I, in, in this is one of those things where it's also projecting forward. 
you are right. FAU could beat Memphis. I personally think Memphis is better a little bit. But I also want to pick somebody to upset Purdue in the next round. I can't really argue FAU over Purdue. You want Purdue, Purdue to lose in this round of 32? Correct. You want them to or you think they should? I think they should. They're not. People figured them out several weeks ago. People figured out how to bring help on Zach Eady and get out to shooters, and that's all they have. I think you need the capability to do that, and I don't think Memphis has that either. Memphis is athletic and long. I don't, I don't know. I don't know anything about their coach. I don't know if they're Penny Hardaway. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if he's a good coach. I don't know if he's a good coach either, but he's a hell of a recruiter, which is why they have such high-end talent. I don't know. I'm okay with going with Memphis. I just picked FAU in my bracket. <laughs> well, so cool. I am putting my foot down. Okay. We are taking Memphis. Okay. I'll, I'll allow it. Um, <laughs> Duke versus Oral Roberts is an interesting one. A lot of people would have had Oral Roberts. A lot of people have been if they Oral weren't Roberts. playing Duke. What's so funny is I feel like every single person has either picked Oral Roberts to upset Duke in the round of 64, or they've picked Duke to make it to at least the final four. Yeah. Like that's all people do is they're like, oh, Duke sucks. They're gonna lose right away. Or Duke is way better than people think they are. I, I kind of just want to buck that trend. I'm not. I don't want. I'm not gonna have Duke advancing to the final four. I don't think. But I think they'll probably beat Oral Roberts. Okay, I like that. My so here's my. This is projecting again. I had Duke beating Purdue. Like I, I don't think Purdue's I making like a pass. I kind of like that. Okay, 16. well at least okay. We so can... you know, in this discussion, I have Duke winning the next game and playing. You will have him playing Memphis. It sounds like, but um, okay. Like I think the path for Duke to make it to at least the Elite Eight is actually pretty easy. Um, well, well, let's let's. But we'll keep talking about let's it. Let's start with Duke beating Oral Roberts. I think we're on yep. the same page there. Yep. Um, Tennessee versus Louisiana. Listen, Tennessee has been on a cold streak. Agreed. I think Louisiana's pretty good. Louisiana is a lower seed, and Tennessee is a higher seed whose best days are behind them. Upset. Upset alert. (laughs) Yeah. I like, I need like, I need like a 70-30 chance for the underdog to win, and I will pick them 100% of the time. (laughs) So yeah, Louisiana, that's a no-brainer. Love it. Um, next up, we've got Kentucky versus Providence. Providence with kind of like a storied NCAA tournament history. Providence is good. You know who can't play any defense? Would that be Kentucky? Kentucky. You know who hasn't been able to play a single lick of defense for the last three years? Would that be Kentucky? That would be Kentucky. <laughs> Calipari does not have it in him. I don't know what happened to him being able to... He doesn't know how to bend his knees anymore. He's, <laughs> <laughs> He's getting older. Um, Kentucky's bad. Providence is a talented team. I like Providence a lot. Let's do it. I like it. Let's pull the trigger. Rhode Island. Back-to-back upsets. How about one for Rhode Island, huh? Let's give them one. About time Rhode Island got their due. Yep. Pour one out for the the Providence Gamecocks? No. (laughs) The Providence Hens? (laughs) I think they're the Providence Friars. Ah, that sounds right. I don't know where my chicken stuff is coming from. (laughs) The the ca- capital of Rhode Island is Providence, and the state bird is the Rhode Island Red. I did a presentation on Rhode Island when I was young. <laughs> the Rhode Island Red is a type of chicken. I was going to say, is that an insect? What is that? No, 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 it's a chicken. <laughs> we spent longer talking about their mascot than about the game. Um, Kansas State, Montana State. I'm sorry. Did you want to say anything? No, I was going to say Kansas State, Montana State. I just think Kansas State has kind of an easy game here. Unless I, you have any thoughts. I think Kansas State is really, really good. You think so? I think they are really, really good. I've been like I've been liking them in most of my my. They, I I watched them play. I think they were in the Big Twelve Championship. Um, 
who won the Big 12 championship? I'm trying to remember. Kansas? Did they yeah. repeat? Yeah. I think they beat Kansas State in the championship. Mm-hmm. Kansas State has been playing really good basketball. I think it's kind of a quintessential Kansas State game where or team where they don't necessarily have the top end talent, but they have athletes, they have shooters, and they work their absolute tails off. Mm. Um, I think they're a pretty classic tournament team. Uh, I think we'll hopefully be having conversations about Kansas State for a while yet. So, yeah, if you're good with that, we'll take them over Montana State. Montana, not a state that's known for its basketball acumen. I'm just going to note, Texas won the Big 12 tournament. Thank you. Did they play Kansas State? They played Kansas. So one of them beat Kansas State. But Okay. <laughs> I do agree with you that Kansas State should have an easy route. Oh, are Kansas and Kansas State not the same team? I oh, forget everything that I said about Kansas State. <laughs> um, Michigan State, USC. Uh, it's tough. I know USC's team a little bit better. I know they're a very well-rounded group. Um, but I remember Michigan State beating Gonzaga earlier this year. And just, no, or we, no, they lost, beat. but they played a really good game and they were up for most of it. We were on an aircraft That's carrier. That's what I'm going to say, is they were on an aircraft carrier and they played Gonzaga very well. Gonzaga, we, we like to shoot. They like to get to the rim. It was it was steeped heavily in their favor. They also wore green, so it was basically a home game. <laughs> um, Are you I, thinking that USC is going to win? I, uh, You know, all real conversation aside, I think this is easy. We've got a Pac-12 team playing against a Big Ten team. What are we? What are we doing? Picking the Big Big Ten team? <laughs> that's that's true. I thought you were going to go the other way around and say, uh, "What are we doing picking a Pac-12?" Team? No, 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 no. Yeah, we're, screw the Big Ten. USC. There are enemies during the regular season, but we support the Pac-12 running the show. Absolutely, we're Pac-12 guys. Starting now, you UW is watching from the couch. USC's going all the way. <laughs> USC national championship Trojans. Um, let's take USC. Yeah, I like it. Uh, Marquette versus Vermont. Listen, we don't like Marquette a ton. We already gave one to Rhode Island. <laughs> we can't give one to Vermont. <laughs> All of New England cannot have a representative. Sorry, guys. Life isn't fair. <laughs> Vermont, you're bad. Yeah, Vermont's not going to win this one. Uh, Marquette can move on. I'm not a big Marquette guy. You could, uh, you may talk me into USC upset Marquette, but but I I don't think they're beating. They're losing to Vermont. Okay, just to recap, because we did that one kind of. Lucy goosey we have purdue memphis duke louisiana providence kansas state usc marquette great first game of this week uh, of the round of 32 for that that would be purdue versus memphis we talked about it already do you think memphis has this i feel like purdue like purdue's good enough to at least beat the 16 and maybe just like cruise in the in the eight matchup yes here i guess this is what it comes down to i'm all about storylines I don't want to build a bracket that's just realistic. I want to build one that's fun. So my question for you is, we either have to be logical or we have to be fun here. If, I think we're going to agree that Duke will beat Louisiana, kind of jumping the gun, but yeah. assuming that's true, when it comes to Duke in that Elite 8 or Sweet 16 game, if you would pick Duke over Memphis, then I think we can have Purdue beating Memphis. Yeah. But I kind of want to have Memphis beating Purdue and then also beating Duke. And I think this is. Elite eight. I think you like want that because you don't want Purdue like Zach Eady to just like live on for much longer than he can. Uh, but I I think they can beat Memphis. I think they're a good enough team. Yeah, you don't see you don't see Penny. In I don't think Memphis is even a top twenty five team, and Purdue has been one for most of the season. Like, <sighs> okay, okay, it was a thought. I appreciate what you're saying. Let's yeah. have Purdue. They've been the best team for most of the year. Zach Eady. 
is a monster. He's he, going to win the Wooden Award. He will. He will indeed. Um, Purdue. Yeah, Purdue. Moving on to the Sweet 16. Uh, Duke. Duke versus Louisiana, I think. I have nothing Sorry, to say Louisiana. about Louisiana. Like, was, we, we love you. We think you're going to beat Tennessee because Tennessee sucks. I was going to say, that had nothing to do with Louisiana. Not the state. Sorry, my, my cousins that live in Tennessee. I love you guys. No. Um, Fuck Tennessee. <laughs> any any listeners from Tennessee, go stick your head in sand. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Duke beats Louisiana. <laughs> yes. Yes. Duke beats Louisiana. Next up, we have Providence, Providence versus, versus Kansas, Kansas State. Love purple jerseys, man. Friars, they're they got to get back for church on Sunday. Yeah, they they got places to be. Yeah, they played their Saturday the Lord game. To they, see. Yeah. <laughs> they pray um, the Lord their bracket to take. Um, I like Kansas State. You, you were saying it. They're good. Yeah, they play Providence. I see them playing a great game against Kentucky, but that's kind of their national championship. You know, they'd be. <laughs> I'm not kidding. They'd be jumping around all excited. They beat Kentucky, a big blue blood. They'd go in the next round haven't already won you know i think their energy would be low and kansas state coming out of the big 12 they're like a feral animal you know they don't know when the fight's over um i could see that one getting ugly yeah okay yeah i have kansas state beating providence in mind so i'm okay with it fantastic um usc versus marquette i don't know so the, the big <laughs> thing with marquette that i've heard is they're pretty small they're that i've read um little I believe the acceptable nomenclature. <laughs> um, but USC doesn't really have any like powerhouse big men Correct. that can really get after them. Yes, and I think they don't have this an is Omar gonna, Ballo. This for could example. be a good game. Um, it could be a good game, up and down. Yeah, I just you know not not vertically for sure, but <laughs> <laughs> okay. But here's my thing. I, I could keep, be convinced that USC could win this game. I think we need to. We can't have all the ones and twos making it to the Sweet 16. Oh, no. Or the Elite Eight. I, I think Kansas State beats Marquette. If, well, okay. But like, we can't have them all making it to the Sweet 16. Why not? <laughs> Por qué? But no, me, I'm okay with it. Let's take USC. Yeah. Let's yeah. take you. I think it. we both are hot on Kansas State anyway. Let's take USC here. Deal. They will be Pitt West. I like it. Um, okay. <laughs> We've got Purdue versus Duke. We talked about this already. We just don't see Purdue. Fine. We don't see Purdue going all the way. Yeah, I don't want to give it to Duke, but I. I this is this think... is you were talking about like people have Duke in their final four. It's because their route's not really that hard. It's it not, feels like it's not that hard. And also, I think they match up with Purdue pretty well. I think they've got a lot of just like wing depth. Yeah, and they're just gonna really crowd around Zach Eady. Mm-hmm. Wings will have the speed and size to get back out to shooters. They're just they're big, athletic. They're, they're too. just gonna their their defense is gonna look like an amoeba or something. It's just gonna be pulsing. It's just gonna be into Eady, out to shooters, into Eady, out to shooters. And I think, I think Purdue's gonna struggle with it. So yeah, I like it. Um, nice game here with for the next one, Kansas State versus USC. Nice game, big. Uh, uh they'll probably get Bill Walton to mm. talk about how great USC is. And he'll talk smack about the purple jerseys of Kansas State, and we'll love to listen to it. Yeah, we enjoy his voice, his, his silky smooth voice. So I think, I think, yeah, good game, lots of shooting, lots of transition. Offensively, I think the two teams are pretty solid parallel. I think the difference comes in the fact that uh, Kansas State plays really good defense, and USC doesn't. Yeah, we watched them against Oregon, and they really did. it didn't seem like they could create much of an offense. Yes. Um, I feel like, yeah, their transition offense is so important. I feel like Kansas State's disciplined. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I like Kansas State in that game. Kansas State Duke, that'll be a conversation. Yeah. What do you what do you think? You know what I think. Don't make me put Duke I, farther than this. Don't make me do it. Kansas State will be fun. They're a three seed. We'll have two twos and a three. That's that's pretty good. Two twos and you mean in the final four? In the final four. four. You think uh, yeah, that's where we are, aren't we? We're so close to getting my exact final four that I want. <laughs> but but it, that we can't have that. It needs to be both of ours. Fine. I'll take Kansas State. I don't have a problem with it. I think it's a good even matchup. Good. And then we'll have Kansas State versus Arizona. That'll be a hell of a game. Yeah. Those are two teams it's like looking in a looking in a mirror there. Yeah. In terms of effort, shooting, athleticism. Good. Kansas State Deal. makes it out of the East. Ah. <sighs> Thank goodness. Finally, to the West. Finally to something. just a, a monster of a bracket, to be honest. Something fun to talk about. Yeah, goodness gracious. Thanks a lot, committee. Fuck. <laughs> um, well, let's start at the beginning, I guess. Kansas versus Howard. What does a- Howard stand for? <laughs> H-O-W-A-R-D. Home Don't, on... don't try. <laughs> no. The wonderful HBCU University Howard. Good team. I think they made it a couple years in a row now. Think they got blown out last time they were here. Think they're gonna get blown out this time. Kansas is really freaking good. Kansas is um, super good. Man, I hope they don't repeat. I don't really have anything against Kansas, but no, I don't want anybody repeating until Zags get one. They just kind of go about their business, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Kansas will move on in that game. Okay. I don't think there's any question. Arkansas against the Fighting Illini, the big muscleman guy. Illinois hasn't been very. I don't think either of these teams have been very good. Is my thought. Correct. But I feel like Arkansas has all the intangibles. Yeah, you know, I, I agree. Noticeably, a head coach that I like and some <laughs> tournament experience. And it's the only thing that in Arkansas, so all the fans are going to be there rooting for it. Yeah, and my dad uh, is from Illinois and loves the Illini, so that's definitely not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Ruin his dreams. <laughs> I mean, my, my dad just, you know, he can only pick losers. <laughs> It's a good thing. <laughs> Never mind. I'm just going to stop there. Please do. Um, St. Mary's VCU. <laughs> it's kind of cruel having St. Mary's and Gonzaga in the same side of the bracket. Or the same I region. know. I wanted them to meet in the national championship. But, uh, yeah, I, St. Mary's run will come to an end at some point. But they're going to They show, should be VCU. Yes, and they're going to put some respect on the WCC's name. They, they play a really slow game, and I just don't think VCU will be ready for it. I don't think I don't think a lot of tournament teams are going to be. To be honest with you, I think it's going to really suck the energy out of a couple teams. The, I guess we won't get ahead of ourselves. St. Mary's over VCU. Deal. UConn, Iona. Iona. Do you have any thoughts? Because I I'm all in on UConn. UConn's really really good. I have I, UConn beating Kansas in my bracket. That'll be a discussion. I'm all in. <laughs> uh, remind me the name of the Iona head coach. Patino, right? Thank you, Rick, Rick Patino. I fucking hate Rick Patino. Yeah. UConn, let's go. <laughs> um, so chalked in that section. That uh, was fairly chalked. <laughs> TCU Arizona State. This is where the Pac-12 represents. Once again, I would normally pick TCU, but it's an eight eleven. We can't go chalk. Six eleven, but yes. Six eleven. I need glasses. You just no, need to it, know that. It looks like an 8. You know it's an 8-9 game. You know, you know that's a thing. They need to work on their numbering. <laughs> anyway, um, we need an upset, and there's a Pac-12 team on the board. Why not? Why, why overthink it? Yeah. Sorry, Horned Frogs. Go play more football. Yeah. Go go put your energy and money into that. Um, Gonzaga, GCU, listen, we're not going to talk about this. Gonzaga's moving on. There's no question. 
I, when Drew Timmy's in the post, the basket looks as big as the Grand Canyon. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> you think about that one for a while? <laughs> Just now, actually. Nice. Um, this is a good game. Northwestern versus Boise State. Yes, Northwestern. Always ranked two to three seats higher than they deserve because mm-hmm. of all the journalists that mm-hmm. are coming out of there. Boise State, really, really talented. Mountain West, grinders. They play on a blue basketball court. Fun fact. Is it actually true? <laughs> no, 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 I'm not I was like, doesn't Memphis have a blue basketball court or something? Oh, they might have something yeah. like that. They have the blue field. But anyway, um, I kind of want to pick the upset. I like it. I'm okay with it. I have it. nothing to say about Northwestern. It's the only up- or I guess besides Arizona State, it would be we, the only We have upset. KSU making it to the Final Four, so I feel like our purple teams is already like filled. Yeah, it's filled out. Yeah, sorry, bro. Get, get, a, get, get a blue and orange team in there. Yeah, pick some better colors and come back to us. <laughs> UCLA. Sound like my girlfriend, the way we were picking teams. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, man, it works. It works. Uh, UCLA versus UNC Asheville. Uh, UCLA versus UNCA. I think UCLA wins that one. UNCA. Oh, that is interesting. Um, Yeah, my only argument for UNC Asheville, I guess there are two. One, UCLA is down one of their best players. Um, We'll see how... They they were steamrolling the Pac-12 there near the end, but Mm -hmm. that will affect them. And... Anybody who lives in a place called Asheville has had a tough go of it and is going to be pushed to win by that by that desire to escape their current surroundings. So, yeah, yeah, sure. Um, with that being said, I think they will have to take the long, sad bus ride back to Asheville. <laughs> I have UCLA advancing. Deal. Um, back to the top. Yeah, back to the top. Round of 32 still. We are cruising. We're yeah, doing we're good. doing good. We're going to hit about, you know, probably an hour and five minutes when we hopefully finish this guy yeah out. but yeah considering our beginning stuff too yeah um kansas versus arkansas i believe we said yes yeah considering illinois is not gonna win must, um, must, must. no no not really i so kansas versus arkansas i don't see any reason kansas can lose this game kansas is a lot better than arkansas and this is one of those situations that i want to pick arkansas but there's really just no reason to. Yeah. And I would love to be pleasantly surprised by Kansas losing to either Arkansas or Illinois, but I don't see it happening. Yeah. No, I, I like that. Uh, better matchup, St. Mary's versus UConn. UConn. I told you, I, I uh, so statistically, a lot of things that I've heard are, there's like, there's like eight teams that fall in that like, Ken Palm, like 40th in defensive or offensive efficiency and 20th and defensive or something like that. There's that big statistic that gets it down to like seven teams or whatever. Yes. And UConn is one of those teams. Do you know the other ones? Uh, Like Texas, like all the ones and twos, basically. Shit. Yeah. St. Mary's is pretty slow. Their defense can look bad if you can attack it with enough power, which UConn can do. Uh, I think it would be a hell of a game, to be honest. With I you. agree. I agree. And I also would like to pick St. Mary's, but... As you noted, I would love to knock Kansas off. and UConn I don't think St. Mary's has that chance. Agreed. Yeah. I don't think they have a chance, and I think UConn does. So let's go UConn over St. Mary's. Deal. They did what they needed to do. They they drew blood. <laughs> get that money back to the WCC. They the needle. <laughs> they can't get farther than Gonzaga. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, next round, Gonzaga versus Arizona State. A little bit of bias for us. I think we can, uh, we can agree on that one. Yeah, Arizona State is <sighs> the fourth best Pac-12 team? Maybe. Like, they're really not that good. Yeah, but... and we are the best Pac-12 team. We are the Pac-12 daddy. <laughs> we, we may technically be in the WCC, but the WCC is kind of like the Champions League of the Pac-12, <laughs> you know? 
Loyola Gonzaga. Marymount would be the best Pac-12 team. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm not going to accept that argument, but I will say Gonzaga's going to be <laughs> Arizona State. <laughs> okay. Um, and then we have Boise State versus UCLA. Listen, we like Boise State, but UCLA, even though they're missing, I think, two key players, I think they're just too talented. The You know, Boise State's too used to elevation. You know, they're going to be hyperventilating on all the oxygen down here, so... <laughs> It's got to catch up with them eventually. <laughs> okay, so we have UCLA advancing. Uh, that Just a quick summarize, we have Kansas, UConn, Gonzaga, UCLA. The one through four seeds. Oh, Jesus hey, Christ. No, no, this is good, though. This is good, though, because we're going to have the three and four seeds That's winning. That's right. <laughs> Little discussion behind it. Kansas. Bill Self's had some health issues. Bless him. Hope he's doing great. I love Bill Self. Yeah, I, we have nothing against any yeah. of the Kansas guys, any of the coaches. I hate the Blue Bloods, Kentucky, Duke, Kansas, Michigan State. I can't stand them. And I hate all their head coaches. I hate Calipari. I hate Izzo. Krzyzewski, burn in hell. <laughs> but I love Bill Self. Yeah. Which just, I think, goes to show what like a likable good dude he is. Is that like, I would hate him if he gave me any opportunity to, but... He just seems to be a great guy. So great guy, great coach. But hope he's doing well. But I think that yeah. could be it could alter the concentration of this Kansas team that has returning players that already have a national championship in their back pocket. Not sure how hungry they're going to be. Yukon. Hungry. Somebody has kept the husky in the shed for too long. <laughs> it is hungry. Let them loose. Um I also think, like I said, statistically they're one of the top teams, and this is gonna be a great game. Like, I think this could be the best, one of the best games of the tournament and if this gets, you know, comes into play. Little history. Whenever UConn is good in the tournament, they're always really fucking good. <laughs> they either lose immediately or they make it to the Final Four. Yep. Um, Ooh, that was close. So I agree with you. I think UConn catches Kansas napping, Tortoise overtakes the hair, uh, and thank goodness because as a Zag fan, I would not wanting to have that discussion. Um, next game, Gonzaga versus UCLA. Well, so it comes. I for me, I want to hear your thoughts on UCLA. For me, it comes down to two things. One, UCLA is the second best team in the Pac-12. Gonzaga is the best. Um, <laughs> and also, even as the second best team in the Pac-12, UCLA is down one of their three or four best players. Gonzaga is not. Gonzaga is currently peaking. Why? Why would it be UCLA? I don't. I don't think UCLA really has a chance. <laughs> is, With their guys injured yes. and out, I think it's, it's... Is Mick Cronin the head coach of UCLA? Yes, I believe so. Okay. Um, yeah. Sorry, Mick. You're not Mark Few. And the Zag team is good. Well, and I think one of the big things is their UCLA's big guys injured, and so they don't really have anybody to guard Drew Timmy. Drew Timmy don't, yes. doesn't have to guard somebody with a post game. Hawkes is good, but we're going to put Anton on him. And then uh, Campbell... Campbell, Tiger Campbell. Tiger, I just want to say Paris. Uh, Tiger Campbell is really good, but he's just going to be driving into our bigs, and yeah. our guards are good can, enough defensively. And they can focus on defense because obviously they're not carrying the offensive load. Another thing, psychological advantage. We kicked their ass last time. They almost got lucky with that Juzang rebound to himself nonsense, but Jalen put them in their place. And you can tell they're a little shook. You know, they don't. They, are, they don't want the smoke. They are really hoping that Grand Canyon opens up and <laughs> it consumes Gonzaga because they don't want the rematch. Um, Timmy has played this team before, ate them up before. And he's going to eat them up again. I love it. 
that gives us Gonzaga versus UConn in oh, the Elite Eight. This dude. is a tough game. You know, dogfighting still illegal in 50 states. We should just call it right here. This is, I think this is the best, in terms of the top four seeds, this is the best region. And I think coming out of this region, you come out really strong. Because mm-hmm. um, before you have, you know, you'd have, oh, four seed over the one seed. Oh, that's kind of a funny pick. It's like, no, UConn could beat Kansas. UConn could win the entire tournament. Yes, as I think could Gonzaga. I'm yeah. not sure they should be the favorite by any means, but they have that opportunity. Yeah. So this is really a game. I know the Zags inside and out. I am not intimately familiar with UConn. So I know which way I'd lean just because I know one team better than the other. You keep talking because I, I have this matchup, and so I can pull it up and look at it. Sure, sure, sure. So yeah, Gonzaga won the conference tournament against St. Mary's. They're peaking at the right time. What do they have? They've got a dominant post scorer. They've got some good post defense. Their guards are finally shot, starting to hit shots and have been good at defense all year. They were full court pressing St. Mary's for almost that entire game. And there's a reason that St. Mary's was just completely thrown off their rhythm. This Gonzaga defense is better than defenses we've had in the past, probably since that national title game in 2020. Yeah. So some notes. And this is on the CBS Sports app just for, for, you know, transparency's sake. Gonzaga has a better net rank at, they have the sixth best net versus uh, UConn has the eighth. Uh, A better record versus top 25 opponents. Gonzaga has a better strength of schedule. Gonzaga scores 87.5 points per game to UConn's 78.5. By the way, that leads college basketball, 87. Yep. Um, and Gonzaga allows 72.9 points per game while UConn allows 65. So the only thing that UConn is better at in those statistics is uh, their d- defense, and I think they just there's less points scored in those games. Gonzaga's offense is basically like unstoppable. We they, have they, they score the that best many offense in college basketball. They, have that, they score that many points every single game, it feels like. like yeah, I don't think UConn's defense is going to have that big of an impact. They have not really run into the defense that has really slowed them down. Remind me again uh, UConn's points per and points given per game points per is 78.5 points allowed is 65 so they are winning their average game by like 10 points that's good Mm -hmm. i was gonna say we're winning our average game by 15 points that's pretty wild it's a big margin of victory yeah um another note is statistically field goal percentage gonzaga ranks first at 52.9 big part of that's drew timmy shooting like 64 percent on the year yeah um uconn's 87th with 46 percent um which is still good that's really good it's not that good. We're going to be turning them over. Mm. Yeah. Well, in three-point field goal percentage, Gonzaga is 11th at 38.7. UConn is 95th at 35.7. That actually impresses me. I didn't think we'd be that high. Yeah. Um, the the big thing is free throw percentage, Gonzaga is not very good. They're 240th, and UConn is 45th. Yeah, a big part um, of that is Timmy is not a very good free throw shooter, and he exactly. takes most of our foul shots. Nevertheless, I think Gonzaga can eke this one out. Yeah, when you really put it all up there... I, it would be nice to have a diehard UConn fan tell us why we're, why we're wrong, but I don't see any reason why we're wrong. So, Gonzaga. Move to the final four. The final four. Boom. All ones and twos, my ass. How do you like a zero one seed final four, baby? That's <laughs> two how twos and two threes. Yes. That, no, no, no. We didn't have Marquette. No, you had, uh, we had, oh, we had Texas, oh, Arizona, right. Kansas State. Two twos and two threes. You know, that's good. Guys, five seeds don't win national championships, okay? Just, it's, it, a seventh seed has won it once ever, and that's the lowest. Trust us. Trust us. We are doing what's best for you and for fun. It's the perfect combination. Settle down. Dropping things. So excited. <laughs> um, 
So, final four discussion. I know we're already an hour and ten minutes into this podcast. So we can make it snappy. Yes. Texas um, Gonzaga rematch of a game earlier this year in Texas where Texas beat us handily. They beat us by like 15, 18 points. So I think we're going to beat them by 15 or 18 points. I actually think Gonzaga is going to come out of this game or come to this game feeling good um, and like ready to beat these guys now. Yes. Uh, they've played them once and... Anytime you make the final four, you're not you're not shook. You know, no. you're not carrying any psychological baggage. You're feeling high. You're ready to rectify past wrongs. And this is big for the storylines. Is Texas beat them by 18 points earlier this year? Yes. Rematch in the final four. Huge I, game. We beat Alabama earlier this year. If we had won that Texas game, we probably would have been a one seed. Yeah. Um, with that being said, there actually is more of an argument for Texas than we're making. Um, they're really athletic. They're fast. They can attack Timmy off the dribble. I believe um, they have a first-year coach or an interim coach. That's a big no. That's right, because uh, oh, what's his name? The old Texas Tech coach. Chris Beard. Thank you. Beard got in some trouble. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's a very good point. Coaching could be affecting them down Especially the Especially with Few as such a solid, well-established coach. Like, yeah. The confidence in him has got to be really, really high. I, I do, yeah. You know, Texas may have a greater than 50% chance of beating Gonzaga when they match up again. I see no reason to give that to them. This is a Washington sports podcast. Listen, we're not homers. This is uh, this is just straight statistics. I was gonna, you know, this might be fifty-one forty-nine Texas, but we're we'll pick Gonzaga. Yeah, and we'll take the forty-nine. We're not, you know, we're not picking UW to win the national championship here. Gonzaga is a really good team that's been here before. Our best player has been to three Sweet Sixteens in his four years, or I guess then maybe four Sweet Sixteens. I haven't missed one yet. Yeah. He's been to a championship well, game. Maybe he missed one when it didn't happen. The tournament. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Um, but either way, so you know he, Timmy is going to be so comfortable in this tournament, and I he has nothing more to worry about. This is his last season at Gonzaga. He's putting it all on the table. He's going to yeah. be the best Zag of all time once he wins this tournament. That would probably make him there, but I just I think he's playing with like no baggage and just like a real comfort level that most of these guys won't have. I think he's like that's a huge ace in the hole when the pressure gets cranked up. And team is going to be like, oh, yeah, I've played in, like, 18 of these games. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Um, Gonzaga moves on. Natty, baby. Natty number three. <laughs> Give it to us. Who's coming um, out of the West? Arizona versus Kansas State. Listen. That's such a hard that's game. That's such a hard game. But I really like Arizona's front court. I think I don't think anybody can match up well against Taboulis and I don't and, think uh, Kansas State's very big. Yeah. And they might make them pay for it a bit in transition. But in I think the Arizona's court, Arizona's wings and guard is they're they're so athletic. I yeah. think they, I think they just have the athletic advantage overall uh, still. And I just feel like yeah, even if Kansas State wins the half court or the uh, fast break game, once things get into the half court, having those kind of bigs is such an advantage. The Kansas State guards are going to be driving into them and going to be having to deal with all that length. And then on the other side, they can use their size advantage. Little little high low post game. Yeah, I you know I thought it was going to be harder, but you've talked me into it effectively. I'm telling you. <laughs> okay. Wow. So we've got this wait. is this is the storyline right here. This is the storyline. Is That's the ex Gonzaga? That can't be. No, that can't be allowed. They can't have two Gonzaga head coaches playing <laughs> a national championship. That that can't work. They're going to have to figure something out. Um, 
No, this is this is the story. It's Timmy versus Balo, the guy that. Oh God! Oh. God! How hilarious would it be if this was the matchup in the Natty and nobody talked about uh, Few and uh, Tommy Lloyd? Everyone was like, "Oh, the real storyline: <laughs> Drew Timmy versus Omar Balo. Omar Balo, the jilted lover, <laughs> cast aside, only to be picked up by Tommy Lloyd." Um, yeah, man, that would be that would be a crazy, crazy championship. Yeah, what's tough about that, obviously I want to give it to Gonzaga, but... I think Arizona's better. Shit, what's tough is it would be such a bad matchup, because not only would they be able to attack Timmy off the dribble, obviously, but even if Gonzaga's doing a good job of switching, such that Timmy's able to stay low, they can feed it down low and attack him in the post. And they have Balo's 7-1. Yeah, Balo's He can defend Drew Timmy. And if, in that scenario... I I'm, I don't know about that. I could see <laughs> I could see Timmy getting like three fouls and no more Balo in like two that's and true. a half that's minutes. That's true. That's like, true. Timmy's footwork and I think Tabulis is a little bit more. He might be the one that's on Timmy while yes. Balo just kind of like hangs off and just goes for blocks. But yes. So I just think that would be a game where Ben Gregg would have to play a huge role. And I'm not just saying that because I'm obsessed with Ben Gregg. I am. We haven't even brought him up this entire time. But Arizona would make Timmy work on defense when he's in there. It's going to tire him out. And when he's in, he needs to, We've talked about this. If Drew Timmy's going to be on the court, he has to be your offensive engine when he's in. He has to be the Ferrari of offensive engines mm-hmm. when he's in to make him a plus versus his difficulty on defense. Yeah. Um, so with that being the case, he'd have to play in shorter minute stints to be able to put in energy on both sides of the ball which means we would need Ben Gregg to play significant minutes and be hit some shots good, yeah, and, game. and be able to hold up. He's big and he's a really good defensive player. Can he hold up against like a 300 pound Omar Balo, whatever he is? Maybe that's more than he weighs, but he's huge. Yeah. I don't know if the Zags could pull it out. Yeah. Our guards also are not as good. So I don't know what to do there. I mean, the, your guards are as good, you know, your guards and wings. But I just think I, I think, think Arizona's more athletic are. and better shooters. And since they run it through their front court, yeah, it's kind of similar to Gonzaga, but they they're just better shooters. This would be an interesting game. Gonzaga is the top offense in college basketball. This strikes me as the kind of game where we have the better defense than the other team and lose the game because our offense can't get going. That's a crazy thing to say. We have the best offensive college basketball, and in this matchup, I think we would have the better defense, and I think we would lose. And I know that seems like a paradox. How is that possible? I think the matchup is really bad for Gonzaga. Yeah. So just to give you some stats, uh, Arizona is six and one versus top twenty-five opponents. Um, Gonzaga has a better strength of schedule at sixteenth versus Arizona's thirty-sixth. Um, Gonzaga scores eighty-seven and a half, obviously. Arizona scores 82.7. They're not that far off. Um, I think they're like, I think they're top three in terms of points per game in the, in college basketball. Yeah. They only allow 71 and a half points while you guys allow 72.9. So a little bit less. And in the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. Um, God, the statistics are so close too. Gonzaga's first in field goal percentage. Arizona's third. Yeah. Uh, Arizona's 17th in three point field goal percentage. Gonzaga is 11th. And Arizona is 213th in field goal percentage, and Gonzaga is 240th. Mm. It's just so even. That would be a hell of a game. It would be a hell of a game. I would really enjoy watching that. I feel like, you know, we don't want people to think that we're Washington homers because we had a three-seed Washington team make it to the natty. Maybe this is a good way of showing our 
lack of bias. I I want to pick the Zags, but I think I'd bet on Arizona. I would too. There it is. Year 2023 NCAA college basketball champions. The Arizona Wildcats. The and Tommy Lloyd, that's technically half half a win for Gonzaga. <laughs> Like, he brings that trophy with him when he comes back, you know? Like, he steals it out of the display case <laughs> in Arizona and brings it to Gonzaga. So, we'll get it down the line, boys. Yeah, it'll happen. <laughs> um, yeah, there we go. All right, thank you. The Sound you. Up Seattle podcast choice and, and entire bracket, even though we didn't write that down at all. And and it's going to be the perfect bracket, and we're going to lose out on a billion dollars. I'll fill it out after. I'll listen to this podcast. We and... need to <laughs> upload this before games start tomorrow, so yes. we have evidence. <laughs> Warren Buffett owes us this I'm morning. on it tonight. I'll do the five minutes of editing that I usually do, and then we'll post it. Yes. Thank um, you to our dear listeners for bearing through what I can only imagine was a true dump of words just 75 minutes of tyler and john spouting just basketball terms at yes. you. <laughs> hopefully you guys were were ready for that yeah sadly you didn't get your uh your weekly ad but we'll uh, hit, maybe we'll hit two next week yeah i was gonna hit colgate it was too late we should have done it after Texas. that but... I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um anyways if you enjoyed this episode of sound up seattle uh, feel free to follow us on Spotify at Sound Up Seattle. Uh, we do have the new logo, as mentioned, and you can find us and see our lovely kind of like, what is that, Northwest Green um, and uh, and some navy and just really enjoy it. Um, you can find me, Tyler Cartwright, uh, at Tycart50 on basically everything. Um, you can find Sound Up Seattle on TikTok and Instagram and Twitter at Sound Up Seattle, all lowercase, no spaces. Uh, and as always, John has not gotten a Twitter that will <laughs> not likely, yet, not, likely not until, never change. Not until a 16 seed wins. Not until somebody DMs our Twitter and I have to show it to John and he's like, oh, let me talk to this guy. I'm not going to get a Twitter <laughs> until everyone can get a Twitter. All right. Nice guy. Anyways. That's right. Stealing I'm standing my gum. Up for Donald Trump. <laughs> stealing my gum at the end of this podcast. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Anyways. Um. Hey, we hope you have a great week. Happy Thursday. Enjoy the tournament. It's going to be a great tournament. And as always, go Squids.